I was living by myself, which added another load of anxiety and a lot of fear because there were a lot of um, there were a lot of shooting and um, I heard bombs. Following the coup, the military quickly turned off the nation's mobile Wi-Fi and created what Lynn describes as a state of psychological warfare. It was really difficult, you know, and the government was also arresting people, just laymen, not uh, normal citizens, for posting on their Facebook and writing badly about the military. Um, and for me, I, you know, I was, I was always in turmoil on who can, who could I talk to and who can I, could I not? And I was even scared that some of my neighbors would be pro-military. Lin also said the Myanmar military was targeting children to discourage parents from joining protests. There have been more than 700 deaths. A lot of them are children. You know, the military has been targeting children as a, uh, to show a sign, to show a warning to people, to the parents, not to take control or to step back from the protests. Even simple acts, such as making phone calls to family members, became stressful because she was worried that the military could be listening in on her conversations. And that's something that my parents, um, their generation, and my grandparents' generation have lived with, you know, the fear of people listening in on phone calls. There was no freedom of speech. And for me, I, you know, I, I'm only slowly understanding what they have told me. I never thought it was real to the extent of how ruthless the military is. Last week, Lynn finally returned to New York, but leaving presented its own challenges. Lynn had to wait days in line to use an ATM just so she could exchange currency due to bank closures. But one of the biggest obstacles for Lynn was the emotional turmoil of leaving her home when she felt it needed her most. You know, and I just felt like, should I be leaving the, the country when, it's, when, it needs, when it needs people the most, right? When it needs help the most. At the same time, you know, it was just so, like, I couldn't bear the thought of not being able to work or to be able to speak freely. I think after so many, so many days, after months, I left, I, I've been here for a week. And after that, I just, I thought to myself, you know, I could do so much more outside of the country and help people and get their voices heard.